Is uh, Nevins ready? <laughs> Monk, it's, <laughs> it's chaos. chaos in the ocean. Chaos, yeah. <laughs> check, check, Mike, Mike, check, y'all. Okay, I'm going to do... One, one, two, siblings, siblings. <laughs> God, shut up. <laughs> Weirdo. Hi, and welcome to Gen X Temporaneous. This is a podcast where I come up with an idea, I do some research, I grab a bottle of wine, I bring everything to Mark, and he pontificates. In today's episode, it's going to be a filler episode, everyone. We had something planned, but our guest was not prepared to talk to us, so we pushed her back a week, and today we're just going to have kind of a free-flowing conversation about news items and i don't know see where that takes us so thank you for coming and listening to us each week we very much appreciate it and if you do like us share us with a friend i'm mark snedeker hello christina larusso hello hello so kudos to you yes for the first time in what must be two and a half years (laughs) no it's like more like probably a year you brought wine. I actually brought wine. Now, you didn't drink any, which nope. is fine. Nope. I'm having a water. In I fact, sure as fuck am, and that's going to really improve the podcast. Cracking open a water. Okay. that You can't even say that about water. You can't crack <laughs> them open. can't toss one back. <laughs> so gross. I've got wine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can tell. Good job, Christina. You, you had a... I think you had two glasses of wine before we left. Then we went and you had a beer... All right. Well, I mean, why you got to call me out? Now another glass of wine. Yeah. So I don't like that this is called a filler episode because now I feel like I shouldn't do my best. Uh, No, definitely do your best. All right. Are you sure? But here's what happened. We have, we had Andrea. What had happened was. What had happened was we had our friend and friend of the pod, Andrea, on deck. She's, she's been with us a couple of times. She most famously, I think, was the episode about... The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Great episode. That was a really good episode. Really good conversation. And she... She was decent enough that we've invited her back. Multiple times. And so now she's going to be talking to us about Pretty Baby, the documentary about Brooke Shields. Yes. And we're kind of using that as a jumping off point, And we're going to be talking about the movie Pretty Baby. Yes. And this sort of hypersexualization of children. How young women are were sexualized, maybe still are. Well, we did a whole Britney Spears right. episode about that, right? Um, but but they make a claim in that documentary, and that claim is that with the rise of the women's liberation movement in the seventies, men had to do something with their lusty feelings, and did they was, though? And it was no longer okay for them to objectify women as much. So, women were pushing back, so they. To, oh, that's so much better. So then they decided to, to objectify young girls. And I, I, Brooke I'm Shields, not going to buy into that. Well, Although and, I do think the that the sexualization of young girls in that period of time was an unintended and perverted kind of consequence of the sexual revolution where these guys felt like, oh, you know, they're being sexual now, therefore we can sexualize them. Well, that'll be an interesting... Uh, point to make. But tonight... Tonight, though, this episode is going to be 
very free flowing. Wow. We're going to talk about some of the headlines that we've been seeing lately. And it's see, kind of a potpourri. It is a potpourri. It's like a potluck or a smorgasbord. It is a smorgas, a smorgasbord. <laughs> a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord. Right. What's up, Sweden? <laughs> What's up, sexy Swedes? Oh my God. <laughs> So why don't you start, Mark? Here's where I want to start. What is going on with that ocean? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on with that ocean? Okay, All Jerry. these animals are out there. They're attacking humans. So uh, obviously everybody in the entire universe is aware that the ocean is now fighting back <laughs> against us. First, it was orcas sinking boats Look, everywhere in the world. The world is going it's, crazy It's going right ham now. is what it is. Hard <laughs> as a motherfucker. <laughs> It is going it. ham. <laughs> so so the orcas got frisky and it was, you know, they, they what theorized. They, what do they call her? The one, the orca, the main orca. Boat killer? Female, I don't no, know. It's a female orca yeah. and she has some kind of funky name. Funky moniker. It's probably like Orca 317 or no, something. No, it's like Blue Helen or something like that. Or Nadia. What are you talking about? Blue Helen or Nadia? <laughs> that's your, that's your two choices. I don't, I don't know. All right, hold on. I'm going to give it a goog for you. Oh, girl. White Gladys. White Gladys. That's I, a great name. I love that name, White <laughs> Gladys. So, so White Gladys, uh, and they, they have some theories, and I they're, maybe they're just you no, know, you know what rumors it is. or whatever. I, I've actually, okay, no, they've, they've actually, actually determined what it is. Yeah, she just hates boats. Mm -mm. She had a baby. And it got damaged was, by a prop or something. It was killed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Off the coast of Cape Cod. Yeah. Like in the 1970s. You mass holes. And they, uh, it ended up that a large oxygen canister was embedded into the baby's mouth. And what then in the fuck? Was this Jaws? <laughs> What are you seeing? Ding dong. It's Jaws too. What was the name of the beach? White Gladys. Uh, uh, Amity Beach. Amity. Or, Amity. Yeah. yeah it's, Amity it's, beach. it's 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 uh it's White Gladys is Jaws. How too. dare you jock me like that? <laughs> he was looking at I'm me. I'm like, everyone. first of all, I'm like, how old is wow. White Gladys? <laughs> you are a complete and total ding dong. <laughs> I hate you so oh, much. Oh, that was so good. So anyway, he, was, he was long for the was ride, like, everyone. I was giving out here? Oh, my girl. <laughs> they, they did, but before anything happened, they, please. they sang a <laughs> sea shanty. Yeah, I'm sure they did. So anyway, you guys out there, you're going to need a bigger boat. Because mm -hmm. White Gladys is coming for you. Yes, your so yachts. White Gladys has apparently... Christina's ridiculous stories aside. No, has, they, they, they feel that maybe there was some kind of Some kind of altercation with a boat, right? Which, how dumb do you have to be to take on an orca? But whatever. So, and she's apparently taught her pod how to fuck up boats. Yeah. And they've just been like ramming boats and stuff. Now, orcas are big fucking creatures. Yeah. Like, if I'm in the water, a dolphin next to me is enormous, right? right. Outweighs me, faster than me, could fuck me up easily. Orcas are like... Eight times the size of a goddamn dolphin. I know. They're just they're monstrous, massive, smart, wicked, evil creatures. No, they're not wicked or evil. They're just oh, have doing you ever their seen, thing. Have you ever, oh, no, I know they're mean to the other oh, sea yeah, creatures, yeah, yeah. right? But I mean, They're evil? pretty cool with us until now. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, and we kind of deserve it. 
Oh, because, I'm not, because we encroach on their We encroach on their territory. We, territory we and, take them and put them into shows. Now, did you ever watch that Blackfish Blackfish was tragic. Tragic. I couldn't even watch it. But like, you know, when they're in captivity, their dorsal fins yeah. always flop over. I know. They're just they're not just, happy to be they're there. They're not happy to be there. Would you? I wouldn't be happy to be there. Would you be? Mm, I, I'm not happy to be mm, a, a, like think. gorillas. Would I have cable? <laughs> <laughs> like would I have like good food and stuff? You'd be forced. You'd be fed fish, but you'd be forced to do tricks on command. Is that any different from you putting me on oh, this podcast? Okay, well that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a zoo, people. Mm. All right. So in addition to that, like that wasn't enough, right? <laughs> right. And then, I mean, the sea will sometimes just rise up and fuck us. But up also, anyway. white Gladys. Yeah. Eat the rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. White Gladys is all about killing the patriarchy and the capitalist structure. No doubt about it. All right. So in addition to that, off the coast of Santa Cruz, California, mm-hmm. there's an otter that's gone mad. <laughs> right? Does this one have a name? It has a number, right? I don't even know. Because wasn't this otter released? It was 187 a- would be probably the <laughs> otter's number. No, but this... This otter, I think, had been in captivity right. and was really, like, it was nursed back to health in right. captivity. It was released. Not grateful at all. And it it obviously wants to be back in. This, so this. But o- won't get, allow itself to get caught. No, it's too slick. So they it this otter has been attacking surfers. Well, really, they're surfboards. And he's, I mean, there's these great pictures of him sitting on someone's surfboard and the surfer's, like, swimming away because he don't want to get fucked up by an otter. Are they big like well they fuck you up like i mean it's like probably like the size of a lab Uh but in the water yeah they've got you everything can kill us we are we are useless in the water Mm -hmm. we are slow as fuck Mm -hmm. our vitals are always exposed we can't hold our breath for very long there's almost nothing in the like a flounder could kill us Mm -hmm. right so this otter has been like attacking surfers and like biting off pieces of their surfboards eating their surfboards that's what the that's what the otter is doing and i don't know if it's a male or a female but i don't i don't even know seems like a guy thing to do but what do i know I, um, white gladys is the one i know the well aggressor. white gladys is organizing a whole team this guy's <laughs> a solo operation right yeah. so that's kind of a lone wolf kind of thing so i feel like it's a dude okay well maybe but um so i have this thought mm-hmm. about these events yes obviously the sea is very angry with us <laughs> the sea was angry that day my friend <laughs> i'll say <laughs> and i mean you know this is call me ishmael moments here mm-hmm. picture this if you will <laughs> okay you're on the ocean and you start to descend into the depths mm. and the sunlight is dimmer and dimmer the pressure is increasing it's getting colder <laughs> Wait, and colder. am i in a billionaire's let's just say yeah let's say you're in can. a poorly designed submarine how's Holy that <laughs> the sea really does hate us right yeah. now this is a thought experiment okay here uh-huh. you theater of the mind okay please. so you're sinking through the layers and layers of the ocean and it's colder and darker and more and more pressure and you you see this sort of a cave-like opening in the rock and you go through the entrance and you come into what's almost like a large underwater chamber. And there's something that resembles a throne and sitting on it is Aquaman. And he's like, you got, you motherfuckers have been making fun of me and my wimpy powers for <laughs> what? 50 wimpy? years. Oh yeah. Everybody makes fun of Aquaman. Cause they're like, all right, justice league. We're going to go out and fight some crime. Uh, Aquaman it's in New York city. We won't be needing you today. <laughs> right. So he's always shunned by all the other superheroes. Can't he swim 
up the river? I mean, he could swim up the Hudson, I guess, or whatever. I don't yeah. know. But I mean, you know, what's he going to do? He's going to like lob fish at him from the <laughs> from the river? No. So they've been making fun of him for 50, 75, I don't know, however long Aquaman has been around. All right. And he's like, this is my moment. <laughs> I got orcas. I got seals. I got some surprises coming. You guys are like angry starfish, I guess. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh my God. Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, those little like tiny little Australian octopuses that can kill you instantly. I have millions of those. There are tiny Australian octopi. You never heard of the blue like, octopus thing? No. It's one of the most poisonous creatures on the planet. It's super tiny. It's smaller than your hand. And if it stings you, you pretty much die. What? You're- yeah joking google it no give it a goog really why would i make why that would up? anyone want to live or even visit australia Steffo. <laughs> uh, no offense to australians but i mean they've got spiders the size of dogs <laughs> yes the, the, we've all seen crocodile dundee we can see the what happened blue with blue ringed octopus they have a great white shark like smorgasbord happening on the uh, the reef there. Yeah. And now they've got tiny octopi that can kill you. They're about the size of a half dollar. What the fuck? And how are you going to avoid that? Right. But it's bite is if you don't get treatment immediately, you did. So Aquaman has about a million of those at his wow. command. So this is the year of the revenge of Aquaman. Hmm. He's like, Oh yeah. You guys like Batman. Mm-hmm. You like Superman. Well, guess what? I'm fucking your shit up because you're in my ocean and it's go time. <laughs> I don't know. See, now, does he look like the blonde Aquaman? That's from a good the question. Or is, he, or, or is he is Jason he Momoa? Like Jason Momoa. Which would you because prefer? I, I would, it's more believable if he's Jason Momoa. Right. Because that blonde Aquaman is yeah. very much like. He would have to live in like, you know, the North Sea like somewhere. Very, yeah. He's or maybe very, the Balkans, the Baltic Sea. He, I don't know. he always struck me as kind of very scrawny and. Well, I mean, the guy is more muscular than most humans. Yeah, can be good swimmer though. Oh, great! Well, yeah, I mean that's his whole thing. Yeah, I mean, why bother to be Aquaman if you're not going to be a well, good swimmer? True. I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be a job for you if you didn't. No, like to swim. I mean, like, like I'm Aquaman, <laughs> but I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> I can talk to fish, but only from a distance. Like I'll lean over the pier and, go, and just <laughs> yeah exactly it's like hey what's up flipper make. okay i gotta go i'm a little nervous right now <laughs> i don't even like big puddles oh my god maybe All he's right. like me maybe every water body of water he passes he's Our like there must be an alligator never goes into water never goes into the sea and you know what also mark has never done been attacked by an orca or <laughs> oh, well, a seal guess or an what otter. i go into the sea and i have never been attacked by an orca yet yeah course knock on wood but i'm right. not well, yet we'll see how you see how it i works don't out think for i go deep enough or into cold enough waters for no that. you're probably not in orca territory you mm-hmm. could however be in bull shark territory. i am in shark territory for sure yeah. no i know when i go when anybody goes into the ocean here you're you're not going out far but you know yeah. whatever but I will tell you that same place that you're going and swimming in our ocean here, I know that guys go and fish it and catch sharks. And catch sharks, absolutely. All right, so So we, the ocean's mad. The ocean's mad and um, maybe And take Aquaman a break. is laughing at us. Maybe take a break from being in the sea. Did you ever hear about that documentary? I think it was I know I think she was female uh, you know, biologist and she was studying dolphins and wrote this book and basically she would jack her dolphin, her male dolphin friend off. 
What? Yeah. Um, okay, no, what I was going to say about dolphins is the mostly, though, you hear about dolphins doing good deeds, helping humans. Right. Flipper. Mm, yeah, but I mean, like, in real life, not yeah. on a 1960s oh, yeah. television Like, show. oh, you know, I was, you know, lost at sea and this dolphin pulled me to shore mm, yeah, or, or you know, protected was, me from protected a shark. From shark. That's what I've, I've seen happen. Margaret Lovett. What the hell did you... Okay, first of all, what Google search term did you use for this search? <laughs> the dolphin who loved me. No. <laughs> um, woman biologist male dolphin. Oh. <laughs> but, but the first result that came up was the dolphin who loved me. The NASA-funded project that went wrong. Oh, my God. In the 1960s, Margaret Lovett was part of a... And this is on The Guardian, okay, news site. Uh-huh. Part of a NASA-funded project to communicate with dolphins, which... To be fair, she succeeded. I guess. (laughs) Soon she was living with Peter, unfortunate choice of names there, 24 hours a day in a converted house. Um, In a, what, was it underwater? I'm guessing, so do you remember, you maybe didn't see the sequel to 2001, A Space Odyssey. Was there a sequel to that? There was, of course. Do you think I just made that up? 2002? Yeah, (laughs) a little further on. But I think it's 2020, actually. You know, very far in the future. Yeah. (laughs) But Roy Scheider was, you know, he's a scientist or whatever, and he had this house where he had like an indoor pool that transitioned to an outdoor pool that opened up to the ocean. So he had dolphins that came by. Anyway, I assume it's some kind of situation like that. Gotcha. But basically... She, you know, was interacting with this dolphin all the time, and he was a young adolescent male, and he had needs. She thought it would be a great idea to kind of strengthen the bond between them. For fuck's sakes, now we're talking about bestiality here. By, you know, lending him a hand. Oh, my God, I can't. I can't. Well, I mean, that's why you're not a dolphin biologist, I guess. creepy. It is creepy. Of course it's terrible. That I mean, that's a... No wonder the ocean hates us. I know. They're like, you're sexually assaulting us. You're taking our... You're killing our babies. You know, you're taking our food. You're putting us in big You're, you're taking us prisoner as slaves <laughs> so, and having gladiatorial games. You oh, know. my God. I don't want to jump through a hoop, says the dolphin. Yeah. I'm like, you know I'm what? I'm forced to jump through yeah. hoops. You know what I like to do? Jump in the wide open ocean. Yeah. That's what I like. Here's one that I want to talk about. Oh, lay it on me. What? Is it as cool as mine? I don't think so, but it's Good. weird. All right. Well, I like weird. Lil Tay. Yeah. So I, you're way better informed on this story than I, I am. am. Why don't you and give I me am, a summary? I am essentially completely uninformed, but this is just one of these weird situations. Yeah. So several years ago, when she was like nine years old, this little girl. Now, does she have a real name or she just has a rap Claire name? Hope. Okay, that's better than Lil Tay. Yeah, but her name uh, her name was Lil Tay. She was yeah. an Instagram like influencer. At the and, age of three? At nine. Yeah. And she was basically talking in African-American vernacular. Yeah. And was. Is she African-American? No, she's Oh, she's not. white. She's a, an Asian person okay well that's confusing but 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 so she's she so but and she was like acting wild and acting like really vulgar and just really being she was she was just being vulgar and she was swearing and she was talking about how she spends all this money on cars and stuff like that Uh, at nine at nine yeah and 
And then, of course, she developed some haters, but also she had all kinds of followers, and she kind of blew up. She went viral. And so she was on there for a while, and then she didn't post for a long, 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 long time. And then all of a sudden, just yesterday, I started seeing, and maybe it was yesterday, the day before, Twitter was blowing up and saying Lil Tay at 14. So this was five years ago that she kind of first blew up. Yeah. At 14, she died. She passed what? away. Okay. And her brother supposedly, they said, you know, the loss of Lil Tay and then also her brother. And so then come to find out, if you go down this rabbit hole, yeah, this little kid right around when she was, you know, blew up and she was active on Instagram. Then people, as they do, started looking into her yeah. and they discovered that, well, her mother was a realtor and- uh, So she's not exactly from the streets. No, she's, well, no, she's not, but her mother's a realtor and Lil Tay herself was kind of a smart kid and did all kinds of extracurriculars and she's very soft-spoken because there's like a an interview. Yeah, because she's a rapper, right? Uh, no, I but, mean, but she ostensibly. isn't. She, but she didn't- rap she just said i mean i just googled it it said lil tay the rapper yeah but she's just she just was like a little shit talker (laughs) well yeah she was a little tay she's like a little fucking tay (laughs) i mean who among us has not run into a fucking tay i know so um come to find out though more digging happened by people and it turned out that the mother was using houses of clients oh to shoot the vids to, to have the videos there and then there's a whole video where the brother is literally telling her exactly what to say yeah. and you can hear him he's not on camera but you can hear him saying oh, so just the, say this like, so it's heavily outtakes. heavily heavily coached yeah but i can't imagine that anybody was surprised that it was happening she was nine years old yeah, everyone how, she didn't actually own that jaguar right she's not a great you know, car say, car purchaser, no, possibly, you know, like driver, or, and 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 she would you know have money and she'd be like making it rain with money right, and right, stuff. Right. It's like that's not like, her okay, money. Dum 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 dum. Pick that up. We got to go put it back in the bank. Yeah. So <laughs> mommy needs to pay the mortgage. <laughs> so and I mean, then there was like a custody issue where her dad tried to, like I guess took, everybody wants a piece of that Tay. Took custody of her. Yeah. He and his new wife, and I don't know. It's like this big big mess. And I think that's always a sign of a healthy person <laughs> is when they fight over a small child. Over well, you know, happens all the it time. Sure it's so sad. But anyway, so she ends up out of the blue, there is a post on her Instagram page saying that you she know did. she had passed away. Yeah. But no one would say you know, no one would go on the record and they yeah. checked to to see both in Vancouver where her father lived with her and then in LA where her mother lived no police investigations into her death or right. anything like that well now come to find out there's a post that went up Lil Tay is alive oh thank god but so then now the question is what the hell is going on is this yeah. just some kind of stunt what the fuck? you know she'd been absent from social media for since i think 2021 maybe and I'm surprised social media has that long of a memory. I I know, but all you know, all now, I have that long of a memory. I'm still like all your base are belong to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school. But, but right. Yeah. So so this was a weird thing and this leads me to a question about influencers or yeah. kind of a conversation about influencers. And of course this will probably get us to the will verse at some point in right, this right, conversation. Right. But like 
It's a weird job. Well, it's a weird job, but also it is a place where pranks and yeah. stunts right. are going to probably pay dividends. Right, but also at some point you might get killed. <laughs> well, or right, at some point people are just going to be like, "Well, that's that's it and you're canceled." Well, that's you know, just like, well, and it's not even just that, but some of the pranks are extreme enough that look Especially if you're in America, you don't know who has a fucking gun. Oh, and, for sure. And honestly, in in where we live, probably everybody. Yeah. Most people. Yeah. So like I use, I've saw, I've seen these. Um, you know, have you ever seen those pranks where like a guy's in like a plant suit, sort of, and people will come around the corner and he'll kind of like lean over at him or whatever. Yes. And I saw one once where he leaned over and this guy just like. Smack like busted <laughs> him right in the head. That's like the the um just like took him out and that, the, the like plant the, is like ah. That's like the snowman. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. the snowman? Yeah, of course. The where he got, got, got his ass beat. He got somebody punched him. <laughs> yeah. And his I think Good. His, head, his head part fell off. But but like and I and I maybe am misremembering that. But I know that yeah. somebody like got well because you're startling someone. You know what? And you don't you know, know what the worst ones I ever saw was this guy was doing these pranks. And he would take a backpack, run into a crowded area, drop it, and run. Oh, no. First of all, you have no idea how many unintended consequences can result from that. Maybe somebody is startled, so startled they have a heart attack. Yeah. Maybe they're trying to run away. They trip over something, injure themselves, run into yeah. the street, get hit by a car. That's the stupidest fucking thing. I mean, that's fucking 100%. ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. Crazy. It's crazy. And this is the world we live in right now. But the, so those are those kinds of pranks. But then, the, then there's like the stunt stuff where people, oh yeah, where this person they're saying, well, this might have been a stunt just right. to sort of revitalize her online. Yeah. Persona. I mean, I'm sure she's getting more hits now, but who knows what was going on in the last two years, right? Yeah, While right. she was off the stage. They're like, I know. So for our comeback, we're going to say you're dead and then you're not dead. And that'll be great. It'll be great because then <laughs> suddenly everyone's interested. Suddenly everyone's interested. We're talking I mean, it about worked. it. It does work. And so then that makes me think about, so doing now the transfer to the Willverse, yeah. how much of his nonsense that he does where you know he's he has these meltdowns right right is it performative how much of it is performative okay so here's my position on this and you know i'm a long time will scholar yes well (laughs) as long as long as i've been yeah well here's my take is it possible that everything he does is performative yes not everything but he's not that smart i know you think he's not that smart no i know he's not that smart so I don't now. Do you I do think, think the people around him might say possibly. are are, are well, slightly savvier you know what, than he is. Do you know what his move is? He needs money. He'll go on lives and do what they want him to do. Uh-huh. Right? Call people out, thank them for the PayPal, whatever, and then also m- casually mention things he wants. Uh huh. Right? That's as slick as he gets. I think. I don't think that. You know, his big drama of going into rehab for marijuana? <laughs> okay. And sex, like, I think. Yeah. I, I, like, I, should I, I go into remember. rehab for liking Pop-Tarts? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I do have a fondness for Pop-Tarts, but, um, and they're not good for me. What's your favorite Pop-Tart? So here's, here's me for the Pop-Tarts. First of all, unfrosted. Right off the bat, no. No? You're out? I'm out as soon as you say no frosting. I mean, if we're going to, if you're going to do a it, pop The thing tart, is crammed full of sugary jelly. I don't what know. What more do you need? You need like some plastic frosting on the top? 
What is wrong with you? I really like the s'mores pop tarts. Oh, uh, well, okay. The, now that is a. I mean, for that one, I can. Okay, s- I can see? see where you're coming from. Yeah. But from you ask me my favorite, not yeah. what do you think Christina's favorite? No, all right, is. all right. So you, who the fuck knows what Mark you want? Wants something that's not frosted. I want it non frosted, and then I'm going to go either strawberry or blueberry. Mm. I didn't even know that they made them non frosted. Oh, hills, yeah, they do. But I'm not a barbarian. You got to toast them. Well, obviously. On Although light, the s'mores, you you really don't have yeah, to toast. Them. I mean, you can you don't have to, but on light, the lightest setting, but you do it twice because they're not quite hot enough if you just do it once. Oh wow! So I have a very specific pop tart really ritual. Do. My God! And I, you want and to then, know? I've, as long as I've known you, I've never known you to actually eat a pop tart. I like pop tart. I don't buy them very often because I mean they're horrible for you, right? And you know me, I'm a big fitness freak. Oh, my God. Yeah, everyone, if you could have just seen my face when he said, you know, they're horrible for me. I'm like, well, yeah, that pretty much that describes really... everything in your cupboard. So Yeah, you don't complain when I bust the chips out for I you. I know though. those chips are delicious. <laughs> like if, I, if you want to win Christina over, get some ruffles and some good French onion dip. Oh, She's all into oh, it. Oh, uh, that's true. But that's not how you win me over. Oh, it's not? You know how you win me over. Pickles? Yes, 100% pickles. Girl loves the pickle, you know I, what I'm saying. Oh, Mark. <laughs> what? I do. I love pickles. Yeah. Yum. What's the new flavor that you like? Uh, that new brand that you like? Grillo. Grillo mm-hmm. the pickle. Grillo pickles. Grillo Although pickles. My but you're a Vlasic? I'm, no. Oh, no. You're a... Mount Olive. Mount Olive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why, why not Vlasic? They had the cool stork. Remember that I know. Time? No, they're okay. But... <laughs> the, the stork that did a Groucho Marx impression. Yeah. <laughs> if you recall. <laughs> I know. That's like, true. Oh, Vlasic Pickle. <laughs> it's like, what the, Can you imagine the hell is going the on? Stork? We lived in a time when the 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 symbol that is Groucho Marx still yeah, could still sell resonate. something. Oh, now they'd be like, Nobody, why is he doing that funny like, voice? What? Why has he got that? a Hitler mustache? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so you just don't think that Will is quite smart enough to I don't do, think to so, but I mean, like who that. knows? I mean, I'm easily fooled by these things, I feel like. I'm pretty gullible. This is a this is a situation with him that... I don't even know what's going on. I mean, I'm so unplugged with, from that universe, I thank know. God. I know. Um, well, I don't even know what's going on. I, although, I, I really don't know much. I know that he... I mean, his, his star has to be fading, I would assume. Well, okay, that's a, that's actually an interesting subject. So let, let me kind of swerve to that, but I'll just give the rundown of where, we kinda, where he is yeah. as far as I know. Canada, I guess. So, yes, um, still kind of bouncing around between homes. He's not found a real home. He's got a girlfriend now, and she figures, That's got to make the ladies mad. Well, yeah, and I think that if they if he talks about her too much, my what I'm hearing is that in if this happens in lives, then his numbers drop. Yeah. Uh, he's very focused on his numbers now. Oh, believe me. There are days where he'll do, like, 80-something TikToks. They're all yeah. 10 seconds. They're right. all like really brief TikToks. Hey, what's up? I'm Will. <laughs> okay, bye. No, he does some kind of you know, like wink or he'll do oh, a yeah. couple of Mandy's. He was thinking Mandy is going to take catch fire again. Yeah. But I think he had a movie that he was going to be in, but then he quit. Yeah, way to hang in there, bro. Um, like, this is what I've been going for my whole life. And I'm out. And you know what? Here's... here's it was probably terrible. I, well, it was going to be a terrible movie anyway, but what all of his fans rushed to buy the merch, so oh, yeah, they've all got merch from this movie that it'll never to happen. Be in. It was called. It was meant to be called Jacked. Jacked, huh? <laughs> which okay. I think is ironic considering his video with his cousin, and you know he still has his core group of of fans who really love right. him. Now here's there are some 
it's it's interesting to see how they're how they're breaking down now. Um, Mentally, it, no, no, you know, like <laughs> psychotically, the circles, how the circles are changing. Oh yeah. So you have yeah. still, I think the GGs are there. That you know, much quieter than they used to be. There's the thought leader and her crew. Uh, the Love Island. The, the, well, Is she was the them? island, but she got kicked out of her own island. <laughs> got kicked out of her own group. So, but she's tight in with the family now. You know, she's there and with her her crew of the. It's really the fandom SS. They go around and assessing. That's the group now who goes around assessing all of the fans. And if you are not fanning exactly the right way, you are going to hear about called it. Out. Um, and then you've got the group of I don't know a handful of them that I think are. The pretty ones, they are like mean uh, girls. No, they're not mean girls. They're being mean. I think that they, I think that they are being mean girls, but they, they kind of hang together in a crew, like four or five of them. It's like maybe we're a couple not completely more. repulsive. We should chill together. <laughs> they're very pretty, actually. Are they? And, I yeah. And, I've and, never seen any of those. Yeah. Maybe and, you just kept them away from me. I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no, you have seen them. You do. Have I? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, do you think our definition of pretty girls is the same? <laughs> Trolls are still out there? Trolls are still out there. Are any of them in jail yet? Not yet, but I'm working on it. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> um, and then, uh, no, but a lot of them, uh, so there are, there are, Trolls that are just kind of trolling the entire fandom. And then there are trolls that are really focused just on trolling about him. Yeah. And they, uh, they're another group that perplexes me. And I have people that I, I really like that are part of that group. Yeah. And and when I say group, I'm not meaning that they all roll together. Right, right. Not, it's it, just it, that it, it, our classification. Yeah, our classification. Um, the taxonomy of the Wilverse. And the thing is, is that they hang in there as hard as the fans hang in there. Oh, yeah. But they but hang on in a there negative in way. a negative way. Right. And, Which you know, is a little sus. Well, is it? I mean, I get yeah. it. I get. No, like, that's super toxic. Well, but it. But look, we live in a world where outrage is. Is king. It's a currency. It is. There, there are entire, well, I don't look at TikTok, but reels and they're just like reels themes and trends where it's just showing outraged Karens. Yeah. And just videotape after videotape of, or not videotape, but you know what I mean? Vi- yeah. You're showing your age. Yeah, I am. I really am. Uh, um, please, please be kind. Rewind. I, I know. Wow. Um, but uh, it's just all Karens. It's Karens, you know. Oh, I, oh there's tons of Karen videos out yeah. there. And, and it, the outrage, the whole thing about outrage is real. And these yeah. are women that I guess could be classified as Karen. So they're, you know, they're Karening him. You know, if that's what you want to do, okay. I'm not saying that they, sh- that they shouldn't because I'll tell you. I mean, sometimes some of the things they say are like pretty spot on. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I mean, that, and you know, you can be mean and right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but you're basing your whole online personality on. Being against this guy. Now, look, I say this as a person who trolls several celebrities on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, you really can't. I mean, right? you should. I'm, you actually should give them props because. Well, I, they, don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like some. It's a little bit low hanging fruit. It's you know. At Mark, least I not everyone the, can get blocked by Jordan Peterson. I know. Okay? Well, but, I, am, I mean, come on. I mean, that is a pretty amazing thing about me. So here's the question: 
Because you said it's got to dissipate at some point. I would. I mean, maybe not. I I predicted it would be a year and a half ago, right? Yeah, you thought it would be. He would on his one on year his anniversary. anniversary. It would yeah. be kind of petering over. out now, and it's over ish. It, it is over ish. He's not five thousand strong anymore. He's maybe eleven hundred. Like, maybe maybe thousand. That thousand. They're hardcore, group, and they, they keep are hardcore, giving him money. and they give him money. This kid is a millionaire at this point. Yeah, because these women are supporting this lifestyle that he is stumbling around in uh, and it and really it is stumbling now he thinks he's going to go back to modeling again but <laughs> bro whatever whatever your career ends up being and i do wish him success yeah it is not going to be in modeling <laughs> it's not he has no talent for acting now could they possibly find some vehicle where he just has to sit there and like toss his hair and stuff i guess i don't know that's not happening. His only real shot in a, an entertainment-related career is as an influencer. Mm-hmm. You, he just would have to go all in on the social media because that's really his wheelhouse and also his limit. Mm-hmm. If he worked 20 hours a week on social media... Mm-hmm. He would make money for the next four or five years yeah. and be fine. You know, like that's him. And he actually has is and continues to be and always was the least interesting thing about this fandom. The oh, fans, the fans, the fans are, are where all the heat is. Are the most interesting because they are lunatics. But my question, <laughs> not all of them. Some of them. Ninety percent of you are lunatics. Many of them are. Eighty maybe. M- many of many people that I know. Quite a few. The visible ones are lunatics. The, I'm sure there's plenty of nice ones that are low-key and under the radar. Or well, right. And there are some that are visible that I think are, are, are really decent people. But I, I have to say that when does the law of diminishing returns kick in? Right. Well, I think it has, right? Well, right. Well, we said he's got fewer fans, but the ones that he has hardcore. are hardcore. Well, so when does, it's in, but when does the law of diminishing returns? Because it has it's to. A, it's a good question. So I think a lot of these women have invested so much in their identity mm-hmm. as members in this group. Mm-hmm. They're, all their online friends are in this group. Yeah. The friendships are real, and they and, are, and that's fine. I mean, that you know what? That's that's honestly the Mark, best thing. They just had a, 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 they had some women f- flew in from Australia over the summer. Crikey! And and traveled across the United States on, on foot on a pilgrimage. Oh. No, on a pilgrimage to uh, see all the friends along the way. So they, you know, they had, I guess, a stop off in Texas where they saw that fun gaggle of oh, those guys people. are loonies. Um, and. I don't know where else they went. They went all over the yeah. place. And of course they ended up in the holy holy holiest of holies. Uh Toronto. Niagara Falls. Oh, Niagara Falls. Is that where he lives? Yeah. Yeah. They came from Australia and they had t shirts for each state they were stopping in. I mean, this is like crafting. There's like a crafting craft project done. I mean, look, I am all for using social media as a community building, bonding, mm-hmm. social I mean, that's what it is, right? It's a social network. Maybe the subject of your common interest is, a, you know, less than ideal. But look, I'm honestly, I, I can't get too, I can't get mad about that, right? No, no I good mean, for you. You have friends, right? It's a little kooky, but there are people who are friends because they play Magic the Gathering. Yeah. All right. So we talked a little bit about the plethora 
of Karen videos. Mm -hmm. I would like to talk about one particular kind that seems to be very common now. I have some shit to say about it. Okay. How many drag Karen off the airplane videos have you seen? Oh, man. So many, right? So many. But I travel all the time. And you never see this. I never see You know why? Because you don't travel on Spirit or Frontier. No, I saw a couple that were supposedly happening on Delta. Oh, really? And I, there was one where this woman was screaming, and I don't know if this was a Delta flight, but she was screaming because I guess she brought her wine in, and then- They caught her? They caught her and said, no, you can't drink it, and she was mad. And then she was screaming and pointing and standing up, and they kept saying, sit down, or we're going to divert this plane. And they diverted the plane. Yeah, so here's the thing. First of all, I do have some sympathy for these Karens. Not in general, like the ones who yell at people at Sonic or Hardee's or wherever Mm -hmm. the fuck they go. Do you feel sorry for the woman who said, I don't know... What, what the rest of y'all are going to do. But that guy that motherfucker, motherfucker is was fake. fake? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because first of all, I think there's a significant number of these that are psychotic breaks. These are people who are mentally unwell. I'd like to put in a disclaimer here that Mark is not a psycho- you know psychologist. What? You know what? I'm getting tired of you saying that because look, <laughs> I took psychology 201 and 202 okay and uh, also in the psychology department human growth and development oh so you keep saying that i'm not qualified but is that true (laughs) yes it is true you're saying that's not enough (laughs) neither of us is qualified (laughs) but that doesn't ever stop us oh hell no please please proceed full psychotic breaks so i think a lot of these people have some other mental illness right now the airline industry is a fucking garbage pile. Can confirm. You travel more than most people, but hasn't it gotten worse in the last few years? Uh, or since COVID, maybe? Yeah. Well, this year is our first the first year really back. When during COVID, it was beautiful. If you oh had yeah, to because fly, you were like you, zooming you, through security. And, there was nobody in the airport. Atlanta. That was astonishing. I can yeah. remember the first time I went back out. And I always have to fly through Atlanta because I, I fly Delta and Delta yeah. is and Atlanta is a hub. I can remember getting off the plane in Atlanta and no one was around. And yeah. I was like, usually when you oh get off the plane in Atlanta, God. you're like, OK, I'm in Terminal A. My connecting flight is in ZZ. <laughs> right. I got a, I got about a four miles to travel. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, and the subway is down. The plane train isn't working. No, but all right. So so I had uh, th- that experience in Atlanta, but uh, even more significant, I had to fly out to Phoenix for something. Yeah. And I got off the plane in Sky Harbor, and I when when I tell you that whenever you go to Sky Harbor, that airport is jammed. It yeah. is jammed. It is. I don't even know what city shoulder. is Sky Harbor in Phoenix. Okay. Well, so I so you're, it's no matter the time of day that I've flown in there, I get everybody's off the plane, always jammed. You're armed, armed, so like you're just just smushed gross. In. I got off the plane in Sky Harbor again, just like in Atlanta. No one. Ghost I, it was wild, and I was like. Wow. The, the, so that was the traveling in COVID. You're like, it's beautiful. I, there is no line at Sabara. I, I had multiple <laughs> times I had the whole road to myself, right? Yeah. Like it was gorgeous. Flying now is really bad and it's super crowded. There seem to be a lot of delays. I yeah. think maybe they're, I don't know this for a fact, but I don't, I'm wondering, I guess like I'm wondering whether or not the fleets are to their full, where they and maybe there's labor shortages. And there could be labor shortages or if they, if they have a smaller fleet, there's, 
you know, less opportunity to switch planes or yeah, there's, yeah. or there's just the planes that they do have are it's wear and tear. And so they have yeah. to repair them more frequently. I'm not one of the people who are anti-capitalism, mm-hmm. right? I think generally capitalism is probably the better solution compared to some others with, you know, with controls and I think some limited socialism. Of course. I think that there are some socialist things but that... But if you want to see bad capitalism, fly a plane, fly on a plane. Because everything they do, of course, is maximizing profit. So that's why you're jammed into these fucking seats that are too small for even normal-sized people. Mm-hmm. Right? You're crowded. Every flight is full or overbooked. It's stressful. They're late and you have shit to do. Mm-hmm. There's cancellations, you know, and we all took, you know, if you all took a psychology class back in the day, you always saw how, you know, overcrowding would affect animals. Right. right? Oh, so you're saying that all of these conditions and travel it, now. It tends is- to ignite these people who have a predisposition. Like a normal person isn't going to flip out on a plane. Someone with some issues you're squeezing constantly squeezing them and ramping up the temperature yes the a lot of these people are horrible and they're abusing flight attendants which you should never do but i'm telling you i have no sympathy for the airlines they created this problem Mm -hmm. if you have a smooth journey things are on time the plane's not overbooked bet you don't have a lot of people flipping out on you you know, you, you're going to get an entitled jerk every once in a while, but for the most part, you're not going to see this. Mm-hmm. So we had a conversation, you and I, a, a little while back about, and, and it's a sensitive subject, so I want to be, be sen- sensitive about it. And it has to do with people who are- Like overweight over, passengers. Overweight passengers. Yeah. And who, you know, they want some kind of special, comp- some, some spe- you know, like accommodation. special- Accommodation. Accommodation. And where do we, where do you fall down on that? I am not unsympathetic mm-hmm. because I don't hold the view that every overweight person is at fault, right? Mm-hmm. For their weight. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just beyond your, you know, your uh, metabolism issue, pituitary, who knows, whatever the issue is, or you're just heavy and you haven't been able to do anything about it yet. Or you, or you don't have want health to. Prob- or, or you have health problems right. and you can't exercise hard enough to get down, whatever well, it is. And I mean, that presupposes that these people feel the need and want right. to lose weight. They may maybe not they want to. Maybe they, they're happy. They and if, they're, they if you're happy at the size you are, mazel tov. That's great. Yes. But geometry is not subjective. There's only so much room on the ass of that seat. While you may think it's unfair that you're treated differently, it's unfair to the people next to you that they have to touch you. Right. Be touching you the whole flight because you don't fit in a seat. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just one of these situations where it sucks, but there's zero chance they're going to give you a free extra seat. No, and they I don't know that they ought to. But here's the thing. I think that they ought to make these seats bigger. Well, they should for all humans, for all people, but they won't until they're required to by law because they make more money. The more people they can cram into this plane, of course they do. And they have no, and you don't really have, since every airline does it, you can't go, Oh, I'm going to go to that airline with larger seats, right? They don't exist. First class or business class. Maybe. So this will be the the last subject, and it's it's kind of a in our potpourri in, in our, our smorgasbord smorgasbord, and it's to do with accommodations. I just saw a reel 
So I had heard about this video that was going around, and I kind of heard about it on Twitter. And, and then I finally saw the video. And what it is is a young woman. She says, I have ADHD and I'm autistic. Okay. And I am time blind. I don't even and know what that means. I, time blind, blindness is something that... Like you just have no idea what time it is or the passage of time is weird. Time for you, it's very hard for you to be on time is essentially. So like to be on time is tough to do. I'm sure that exists. Because, and and really when I've, when I've seen the ADHD videos about it, it's just that you get, you get kind of distracted and you end up doing other things and it prevents you from what you should be doing is get, you know, do whatever right. you're doing, getting ready and leaving to be yeah. on time for whatever you're doing. But because of the way your brain works differently, you don't think about time in the, in, in kind of in the same way. And then you often run behind. Yeah. Okay. So this young woman said, I have this and I think it's unacceptable that places of work places that we, you would try to go to if you would say to them i am time blind and i need a you know i need a, an accommodation i don't you can't expect me to be at work on time every single day it, and i'm paraphrasing yeah. but that's the gist of it is yeah. that because she has adhd and autism she thinks that her time blindness is something that any job that she works for should take that into consideration and excuse her being late to work. Right. So, so what do you think of that? That's not how shit works. <laughs> I'm just saying. That is not how shit works. I mean, now, I'm look, all for giving accommodations I, to I people. am a big supporter of the ADA. You shouldn't be barred from participating in life because of a certain disability. But what people forget is the big central idea in the Americans with Disabilities Act is that a workplace should make reasonable, reasonable. accommodation, right? In this case, it, there are some jobs that aren't, aren't time sensitive. Many jobs are like that. They need you there during a certain period of time to cover whatever mm-hmm. you know, work they need covered. Either you're dealing with customers during that period of time. That's when the business is open, Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Or you have to work in conjunction with other people. If you work in a group with five people, you can't have people having five different schedules. No, right? that'd be wild. Right. And so, that's that's the big issue yeah. for me. You can't just say, come in whenever you want, which is what I think this person wants. Yeah. Here's the thing for me. If, if you would have one team member who yeah. you n- had some special right. dispensation from bosses yeah to come in an hour late every day right that person be disliked on the team well of course there would be a certain amount of resentment unless they were a high performer when they came in right right if you would say to that person well okay i recognize your blindness or your time blindness which i, I, I recognize that, yeah. that, that that's a thing we'll give you an hour window right so you, you, you know your great. start but time if is, you come in late you then got to work you got to right? work late you got to put in your eight you gotta hours work, put in your eight hours which by the way I'm also against the 40-hour work week. So mm, Yeah, I am too. I don't think we need to work I mean, like, come on, 30 short. hours. I don't think plenty. we need to work 40 hours. I work like 50 hours. I so. think what we ought to do, well, we might work. And I don't say that as a point of pride like we did in the 80s. Like, oh, yeah, I'm like grinding. I'm, I'm working late every night. I don't know why that was a point of pride. Like, you just don't get your stuff done quick enough? I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, I think the 40-hour work week is is excessive, but whatever. I th- Well, I think you could still work a 40-hour week. I just think you need to work five days. Oh, what, 
you know what we haven't talked about? We should probably say say this. About golf carts and no, Mozart? No, aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah, we need to talk about aliens. All right. So not to get you guys too excited, but the guy who testified before Congress who claimed, you know, all this knowledge about aliens, A, didn't really have that level of access, and B, has been in mental health care from time to time. So I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying probably wrong. <laughs> wow. I made that shit up. Wow. Or maybe that's well, just what... Well, but he wasn't the only one. There that, were, maybe that's there just others. what big government wants us to there say. There are others, yeah. Now well, because gonna... people get confused and they're like, there's an unidentified flying object, and then they say automatically, oh, that's a spaceman, right? Well, they, but they it's talked not. also about non-human bio, non yeah. biological material. I don't believe it. Now, look, is it possible? Absolutely, because you know I absolutely 100% believe there are life on other planets. I just don't believe they've made it to this backwater planet in the of the galaxy there's no reason for them to get here and it's technologically almost insurmountable for them to get here all right so let's assume first of all let's let's admit right now right here that i had a psychic premonition you did and those are so amazing okay don't humor me admit to the people no you definitely did you said I think something big is coming. I'm not sure what it is. I think it has to do with aliens. I did. You we did. were on a walk. And that was weeks before these. It was months before yeah. this happened. Five minutes before this press conference. No, <laughs> no I had you that. You did. All right. So, yeah. so, uh, so there's that. But okay, let's. Let's suppose. Let's do. Why not? A little. What did you call it? A little thought, thought experiment. A little theater of the mind. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's suppose that aliens. You know are, who likes theater of the mind? Sting. Sting loves There's theater. There's Stinglehopper. It's like, in the theater that I call my soul. Okay. So let's say aliens do exist. And they're here. It's the, almost the, the, impossible. Let's, oh. let's say that all let's of that they are. is true. You said something once before that has stuck with me. And that is, have you ever throughout history known when one society that's much more technologically advanced runs into another society? Has that ever worked has out? Has that ever gone well for this, the not, the less technologically advanced? Not a advanced? single time. No. All right. Because that's how colonization happens. Yeah. Okay. So, so my question then would be, okay, so if they're here, if that is all true, and it's not brand new. It wouldn't be brand new. They would have had. They would have had. They would have been here for fifty years, for at least, or, and probably more. Okay. Then the question is like, well, what the fuck is going on? Because if your statement holds true, then why are we even still here? Right. So, so that your statement would have to be not true, and the aliens would, with along with their technology, have evolved in so much. That colonization to them is not is even not, a thing. Is not even right. a thing. Yeah, they could. I mean, obviously, again, we do anthropomorphize, and with humans, it is almost always the case that when a technologically superior civilization encounters a less technologically advanced civilization, they fuck them up. And sometimes that's not even intentional. Most no. most of the time they just it show is, up and but they show up accidentally and have, kill them and kill them be, with their diseases or whatever. Yeah, whatever you know, it is. You know. Yeah, or they start chopping down all their trees or whatever. And they are, and in some cases, it is obviously yeah uh, on purpose. It is right. purposeful. Yeah. So uh, I do allow for the possibility that aliens could come to Earth, be more technologically advanced than us, and not exploit conquer destroy us but i think there's a better than average chance 
that if we did run into a civilization like that, they would act in that way. It's possible they wouldn't, but it's also very possible they would. Well, but again, you're you're giving them human you're ethics. right and i mean i don't have anything to base it on because i've never met any aliens and neither has anybody else right so, so who knows so your assumption there is that how, however people evolve wherever and i i say people but you know yeah. life forms evolve, whatever they are yeah and they're higher life forms right that they maybe must, they're tiny blue octopuses they, that just kill us in the <laughs> no, ocean they must therefore have exist in this like kind of human yeah, so, way of thinking. So I, that you you got to throw under, that out. No, man. I understand bad, that that is it's there's, that's a bad premise. Well, what it is is it's not a reliable predictor. But given that the only civilized creature we know are is us, right? We really at least have to allow for the possibility that if this is how we behave, this is how they might behave. It's possible they wouldn't, but it's very possible they would. It just feels like projection to me. Look, when you it, let's let's assume that they're so far advanced beyond us that as to appear almost godlike, right? They're just they can harness the power of an entire galaxy. They can travel above light speed, whatever it is. You're a nice person. You're an empathetic person. You ever step on an ant? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like with, when they were biting the shit out of us it, at that fire pit. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, we poisoned even by them accident. and killed them horribly. Yeah, but even by because, accident. Because they're they don't register to you as important. It is technologically daunting to travel between the stars. So it's very possible that if a tech if a civilization has reached that level, we're so far below them as to be almost of negligible importance that they would see us as maybe not ants, but maybe like mice. Again, it's totally possible. It could go the other way, but you have to at least think that that is very possible that that's how they could see us. If they are here. So yes. let's say, again, well, if they're here, then obviously they're, here, they're not conquering then us. Then they're not conquering us. So Yet. then what, I don't know what they're waiting know, for. What are they waiting for? And what would be interesting is that we also would think of them probably as less than a person Possibly, unless until they started lasering our cities. I mean, or if we well, but then we would definitely think of them yeah. as less than a person, right? Because right. you think you grant what's the other, people, right? Right. Then they become the other. You grant people that you meet latitude, yeah, based I think a lot, at least at first, on how similar they are. Absolutely. To you. Is it your tribe or not your tribe? So, mm -hmm. you know that that uh, neuroscientist podcast that I listen to. Yeah, with, that we listen to. Oh, that's right. I forgot you joined the team. Mm -hmm. um, the, uh, like, in, what is it? The something, you know, Cosmos or in, Internal Cosmos, whatever it is. I'll look it up because that's an important podcast. But they were talking about these experiments where they differentiated how empathetic you are to people who are in your group and people who are out of your Oh, group. well, this circles right back to the Willverse. We've Absolutely. seen this. Absolutely. We've seen so, this in action. So they actually have scientifically measured this. They hook you up to a some kind of brain monitoring device, MRI, whatever. Then they show you a picture of like three hands, mm -hmm. right? And of different skin tones. Mm -hmm. And they randomly select one of the hands and then the hand becomes central on the screen and they either rub it with a Q-tip or stab it with a needle. When you hit one that they stab with the needle, of course, a lot of times you'll it'll trigger your sympathetic pain response. Mm -hmm. 
If that hand is the same color as your hand, you're much more likely to have a stronger empathetic response. Mm -hmm. And it's not just color. If they label them Christian, atheist, Jew, Hindu, Mm -hmm. Muslim, your tribe, your group is shown and they stab it with a needle, you're going to have a much stronger empathetic response than you would if it was somebody who is outside of your group. So that shows you how strong the sense of other is hardwired into our brain. And you have to really work at expanding what you think of as not the other in order to have that level of empathy. And like mm-hmm. you're probably the most empathetic person I know. Yeah, that is interesting. I mean, even if they were much, much stronger than us, which they obviously would have to be because we don't have the technology. I mean, unless they got lost or something. Yeah, but. Uh, then if there's, you know, we still will think of them as less than human. Or certainly as the other. Yes. Right? But I think that you, I think that you feel that you're more human than the ones that are the other. Yeah. I think that's how people are able to switch off their empathy because they see them as less than human. They see them less than who they are. Good example of that are homeless people. Oh, absolutely. You don't even look at them. Right. Because then you You pretend they don't exist. Yeah, you have to pretend that they don't exist. People, I've seen people do that. Police officers handle cases, you know, authorities handle cases differently when it's a homeless person. Well, and we And they have to, too, in some cases because they maybe don't have enough identification information right. or whatever or else, you know, it's, it's harder, whatever. whatever, but where they do, you can, you can see it because well, we talked about that people, in our serial killer episode. Yes, we did where they are less alive. Yeah. So less that when people. they, when they die, they, it's not as important. It's not as important. And that's why serial killers hunt them because right. they're, they're easy to serial killers know what's up to, Ooh, now we're talking about serial killers and I've got to drive home. Well, yuck. Lock your doors. I will. All right, well, I don't know how we got from <laughs> aliens to serial killers, oh, but by the there way, you are. The name of that podcast is Inner The Inner Cosmos with David Engelman. Yes, it's and great. It's outstanding. It's, a it's great the podcast. second best psychology related podcast on the internet. That's right. The first best is of course Psychocinematic. Uh, Psychocinematic with our friend Stefao. All right, Mark. Well All right, Christina. Well, Sign off and say goodnight. We have a Twitter. It is extemporaneous2, and I am at Christina Gen X, and Mark is at Mark Eats Peach. And if you are on Blue Sky, please come and follow us there. Oh, yeah. Also, threads. I'm a, There's I'm so Christ- many. I'm Christina Gen X on everything. Everywhere. I think I'm Mark Sned on threads. You're Mark Sned on Blue Sky, too. See? Yeah. See how easy it was for me? I told you when you did it. Yeah. I said to you, put make it Mark Eats Peach. Nah, well. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for coming to listen to us each week. I'm going to say bye. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Wow. Oh, my God, Mark, with the jacket again. I'm like, hey, what's happening, you guys? (laughs) Welcome to Match Game PM. (laughs) You'll have that long microphone. (laughs) I'm Gene Gene fucking Rayburn. What's happening? (laughs) Hey, Richard Dawson. What's up? Wink Martindale. (laughs) Wink Martindale. Oh, my. Joker's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love the 70s oh game shows. Oh, my God. It's so funny.